0: I believe the Lord has something so special for you today that He's gonna stir you because today we're gonna be talking about the manifestation of the seed. And the manifestation of the seed is the word of God that's planted in every believer. You see, I understand what ministry is like. And I understand what street ministry is like. And I understand what going to Bible school is like. And I understand about being a pastor and a missionary and a worship leader. But I'll tell you what I don't see a lot of. And that is that the word inside of the body of Christ is not working. It's not working because there's something missing. You know, when you have a vehicle and the spark is not, the spark plug, you know, is not in, it is not conducting like it needs to. Uh, Sometimes... We forget there's a spark supposed to be ignited, hallelujah, inside of us. Amen? And so sometimes we think if we have the Spirit, glory to God, if we have the Holy Spirit, glory to God, that we're going to manifest. And yes, we do. We call up what's inside of us. But when we have the Holy Spirit and we have the Word, then the Word and the Holy Spirit unite. And it's like that spark plug in a vehicle. If you don't have that spark plug working, just one, because they're supposed to be four six or eight in every vehicle if you miss just one your car is not going to start right your car is not going to run the acceleration isn't gonna be there so today we're gonna talk about the manifestation of the word that's inside of you we're gonna talk about illumination and revelation We're going to talk about how illumination brings forth the manifested Word. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Mark 4. Open up to Mark 4. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We just wait on you, Jesus. We just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, there's a mighty move of God inside of you. Glory to God. I feel the mighty move of God. I feel the mighty move of God in the spirit. I thank God that you're bigger on the inside than you see yourself on the outside. I thank God that there's a mighty move of God waiting to come forth, waiting to come forth. Hallelujah, like the ocean and the wind and the waves that God is bringing up inside of you. For the enemy cannot use you. he cannot come against you he cannot steal your seed and when I say seed I mean the word that is planted the word that is planted because the word has an assignment and the assignment is going to come up in you and it's supposed to come up inside of you and it's supposed to manifest inside of you Almighty God we just call that in the name of Jesus right now and we thank you Jesus that your word today will take root and it will grow God we thank you that the manifestation of the seed will be felt Lord on the inside of each child of God that is in this place oh Lord Jesus we give you honor we give you praise God because we are full of the fire but we don't know how to release the fire and God I think today you're gonna show us how to release the fire you're gonna show us oh God what is it on the inside that needs to be birthed so the world can see it. Amen? Hallelujah. Say amen and give him a praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. I want to start by saying, and you can continue to play a little here and there. Um, I was laying in my bed one night, and I I felt this sharp uh, kind of just like things going past me, whoosh, and it was like arrows. It was like, a, uh, um what am I thinking of? Oh, mission, uh, like arrows. They were just like, a, oh, what do you call it? it goes into the sky. Rockets, yes, it was like a rocket, and I kept feeling this rocket go by, but it was sharp and it was piercing and it was it was as if it was something that would hurt me. And as I laid there and I could tell that it was just almost disturbing me. It was so real. I was in the midst of it. And as I was laying there, it choom! And I said, What is that, Lord? I asked the Holy Spirit, what is that, Lord? And he said to me, those are the arrows that missed you. Those are the arrows because you spoke the word day and night, night and day. You meditated on the word and you let the seed come up inside of you and the seed produced for you. And so guess what? Then when the arrows come by night and the arrows come by day, the seed that's inside of you that is sown begins to reveal itself and it begins to buffet the waves and buffet the arrows and it begins to stop what the enemy has sent your way. Yeah. I said, Holy Spirit, thank you for showing me that. Thank you for showing me that. How do I get to the place That the seed that I have sown in my life brings forth a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. How do I birth that thing, God, that you placed inside of me? Because God said it's not about your dedication, it's about your revelation. A lot of us are dedicated, but we have no understanding of the word. So the Bible talks about parables in Mark chapter 4. And he says that the sower went to sow. And you've heard a lot of times that this this story is about money or about planting your seed. But it's about the word. Don't think about finances. Think about the word right now. It's about the word. And the sower begins to plant the seed. And he plants the seed. And you remember the story? You remember the story? How How the seed goes into the ground? And as the seed goes into the ground, afflictions come, persecutions come, offense comes to choke the word. So the seed is planted in every believer, and some believers receive it with joy, the parable goes on to say. And they receive the word, but the word doesn't get a root, it doesn't get rooted or grounded inside of the believer. And so when the afflictions come, the word begins to produce, but it can't produce all that it's supposed to produce. It only produces that which got deep down, that which was sown deep. Because if it's deep seed, it's going to become illuminated. The Bible says that when the illumination comes, Then the revelation comes. And so if the seed's not deep, you'll be finding yourself as you think you're planting, as you think you're speaking the word, you'll be finding only 30-fold comes forth. You don't get the full. Only 60-fold comes forth. Why? Because the deeper the seed, the deeper the revelation The greater the revelation, the greater the demonstration. Hallelujah. So you must find the deep seed. Where is the deep seed? It comes up when the storm comes. It comes up when the storm comes. And that's when you reach for your seed. And you say, where is my seed to rebuke the winds and the rain?" I know I've been listening to the word, so I get my word out and I begin to speak the word. But when I speak the word, it has no root system because yesterday sister so-and-so offended me. And I carry that offense, but I'm not going to tell her. And I'm praying for sister so-and-so, but not really. But see, the seed is there. It's got an assignment. It's supposed to produce something. Every seed is supposed to manifest, but the seed, when it is planted deep, it will bring forth. Now, Jesus planted the seed in all of his disciples. And during this parable, it continues to say that Jesus, and if we can pull up King James New King James. I like the New King James because it's just the raw. It's just in the raw. And I have right now the New International, but I like it because it's just black and white. And it says that God, he said to them, you must have ears to hear nine times, ten times, inside of Mark chapter 4, ten times. He said, you must have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. So, having your ears to hear, if you don't have ears to hear, you can't hear. You're deaf to, this, to the kingdom. You're deaf in the, in the things of the Spirit. If you don't have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you, it determines your dimension that you walk in when you have ears to hear and I wrote this down, what is the definition of dimension? Okay, so your dimension is the position in space and time. That's the difference, that's the definition. The coordinates assigned to you is the definition of dimension. So when you don't have ears to hear, you haven't stepped out into a new dimension in the Holy Spirit. There's a new dimension that God has for you that is waiting for you. But if you don't have ears to hear, you don't know your position in time and space. And number two, your coordinates assigned to you, you don't know your spatial extension is another deterrent is another definition the power of such a unit is another definition the level of existence or consciousness and here is the definition of dimension the magnitude the proportion the size or the measurement that god has called you to so he says 10 times in the book of mark in chapter 4 have ears to hear have ears to hear have ears to hear you have to get in a place where you have ears to hear the only way to get to the revelation that will bring the demonstration is to have ears to hear because it locates you in time and in space that's the definition so when we hear the word the disciples heard the word all the time So the the parable of the sower is that it is the secret in the kingdom. If you know this, he says in verse 9, Jesus says, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the other around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, the body of Christ. Those that are following, yes. But, here's what it says in the NIV. But to those on the outside, everything is said in a parable. That they may ever be seeing, but never perceiving by the Spirit. And they may ever be hearing, but never understanding by the Spirit. And Jesus said in verse 13, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? And so he talks about the parable, because if you're listening by the parable, you think sometimes you're getting the word in you. And so did the disciples. They thought they were getting the word. They were walking with the word, talking with the word. Think about it. They were spending time with the word every day. How else would you think? You would think that I should have a great manifestation of something in my life if I'm doing exactly what the disciples. Did, But the disciples encountered something that happens to every believer. So in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, so the Bible says that that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Now Jesus was saying the other side, and actually put that up for me, Whenever in its verse 35, Mark 435, yes. He said, cross over. Let us cross over to the other side. Now, cross over is the same word as Passover. Jesus was crucified on fast Passover. And do you know 76 times the Bible talks about Passover. Now we've seen it as Easter. We've seen it as a ritual. But here's the disciples in this story. They're getting ready to come into a place where there's such a great storm that the boat is almost full. The boat is so full that the storm is just not ceasing. And theologians say that the storm was like a hurricane five, it was so incredibly hard to get to cross over but when you cross over Jesus being on the boat when you cross over you're actually passing over that thing that was sent to harm you Jesus says to each one of us we're going to cross over to the other side And if you will cross over, you will pass over just like the children of Israel. When the enemy came to torment them and the storms came and the winds came and the floods came and the rains came, they had to experience Passover. Now, Passover in that boat meant that I'm going to take you somewheres. Jesus wasn't talking about the earth on the other side. That's the parable. Jesus was not talking about something earthy. And let me tell you, when you hear a parable, it keeps you in the flesh realm. It keeps you in the realm of the now, in the earthly realm. But when you get a revelation on what Jesus is saying, you get manifestation. You get demonstration. You begin to see the illumination. And so, again, deep seed is rooted seed. So here is the parable. Most people think that they were going to the other side to experience something. Jesus was asleep in the boat. And because Jesus was asleep in the boat, I believe he was doing that on purpose. He wanted to take them. He wanted them to experience Passover because he was on the boat with them, right? But they were so afraid. When you do not have revelation knowledge, you then begin to give way to fear. Because see, revelation opens up your understanding of the word, and you begin to get the confidence that you're supposed to have. It also strips the enemy of his authority. Revelation strips the devil and makes a show of him openly so that all the other demons can see that he's not succeeding because something that is revealed to you is revealed knowledge. And Jesus was about to reveal something to the disciples. So let's read the story. The story, and we won't do the King James because I'm doing the NIV, and I'll just do it right here. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, now notice it's evening, it's dark. It always seems to happen when things are dark that the enemy tries to come and steal the seed. The seed has been planted. He just talked about the to the disciples and to the crowd. He just talked about holding on to your seed. Now here comes the storm. The storm always comes to take the seed. If it takes the seed, he takes your power. And this is why it's so important when you're walking And you're talking and you're living every day. Contracts are made in the spirit by the words of your mouth. Contracts. They are made in the spirit to bind you. You don't talk about people. God says, touch not might anointed. You don't understand something, you put it on a shelf. You let God deal with it. You don't take offense. Offense will kill every seed inside of you. It will rot and not produce. So when you have revelation, it steals the avenger. So it was evening time, and the storm came to steal the seed. Who was the word? Who was the seed? Jesus. Jesus was on the boat. The boat was the vessel. It was the carrier. It was going over to the other side. Who are you? You are the carrier. You're carrying the word. You're carrying the seed. It goes to the other side. If you don't know how to carry your seed, you'll never get to the other side. But you have to allow it to come to the hundredfold. You have to allow it because otherwise you're getting thirtyfold and you're getting 60-fold. You won't get the full return on your seed. So it was evening, and Jesus said, let us cross over. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him along. This is chapter 4, verse 35. And there was also other boats with them. A furious storm came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Now let me tell you what I thought was really funny. Here are the disciples. They're waiting for Jesus to wake up. They're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting. And now the boat has gotten where it's almost going to sink. Why? Because they were being so polite. They were trying to let the, the Savior wake up on his own time. And But what happened was the boat, the Bible says, was almost full. How many times do we wait until we can't take it any longer? And then we cry out just like the disciples cried out. And they said, because Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion, the disciples woke him and said, teacher, don't you care if we drowned? How many times have we thought, why isn't the word working? Why am I not getting deliverance in this place that I'm at? And why is Jesus not doing something for me? Where is God? So the furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat. So it was nearly full, nearly full. Jesus was asleep on the cushion. The disciples woke him and said, teacher, don't you care? Now let me tell you, Jesus wanted the disciples to experience the seed that he had placed inside of them. Jesus wanted the seed to birth something in that hour because the storm was there. It was a perfect setting. It had been set up by eternity. Jesus set it up so that the seed would manifest because they had the illumination. They had the revelation. And that God was saying, now is the time for you to cross over to the other side. And let me bring forth the manifestation in you because that's what I was sent to do. Every seed has an assignment. Jesus was their assignment. Amen, amen. Glory to God. And so here's Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So here is Jesus on the boat. Now, do you know something? If they would not have awakened the word, the living word, they wouldn't have crossed over. Do you know Jesus was wanting them to wake up the Word? Jesus is waiting for you in your storm to wake up the Word? If you do not wake up Jesus, who is asleep on the boat, you will never get to the other side of your miracle. You will never get to the other side of what God has for you. Oh, come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Praise God. It's not about your dedication. It's about your revelation. Now, real quick, because I don't know. We are close on time. I could preach to you for three hours. We're not going to do that. Go to Matthew, and we're going to talk about the disciples again being on the sea. So, Jesus sends them again. Out to sea. Oh, I think we didn't learn the first time. We're going to go around the mountain again. And so here is the disciples. And let me see here, real quick. Ah, here we go. We're looking at Matthew 14, verse 22. And immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of them to the other side. Oh, my goodness. Right now the Lord is saying, oh, glory, hold on, hold on. You're going to the other side. You're going to the other side today. And so he said, while he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, which, by the way, was about 3 o'clock in the morning, between 3 and 5, he was there alone. Now, here's Jesus on the mountain. He's alone. And the disciples, he sent them to go to the other side. He sent them. And yet, once again, they are feeling like they are alone. And without Jesus. And the boat was already consider- considerably a distance from the land. It was buffeted, yes. Yes, distance from the land. It was buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Now, on the Sea of Galilee, the winds are just enormous. And they're, again, uh, compared to hurricane winds. And go to the next verse. And shortly before dawn, Jesus went up to them. Keep going. Walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. Hold it right there. What happened was Jesus was praying. He was on top of the mountain and he was praying. And in his spirit, he saw, I believe, by the Holy Ghost that his disciples, once again, just like you and I, at times when we go through things that his disciples were out to sea and they'd been toiling all night against the winds of life, against the storms but they didn't know how to get to the other side. They didn't know how to pass over and that word pass over again is to come into a place where that which is sent to harm you doesn't touch you. That which is judgment upon the world will not touch the child of God. And so the passing over to the other side. Once again, he was telling them, go, you can do this. Well, they couldn't. They were out in the middle of the sea. And like so many of us just trying to work and work and toil and be exhausted with life, be exhausted with our situation. Jesus heard them. He heard them when he was on the mountaintop. He was praying and he came down from the mountain. Now Jesus decided it is time It is time for me to show them who they are because the seed, remember, always comes to manifest always comes to teach you how to manifest. And by the way, the more seed that manifests, if you will plant that seed in someone else, deeper revelation will come up in your soul and your spirit, and you'll be able to stand against the enemy and the tactics of the enemy. Because God says, again, it's not about your dedication. It's about your revelation. So here is Jesus walking on the water. Jesus is walking on the water to show them the revealed word. He's about to show them the revelation of who he is. But the disciples, when they saw him walking, they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost. But Jesus was ready to take them into a new dimension it was time for them to walk into a new dimension in time and in space that's the definition remember and so the new dimension is really what they were seeing he was causing them to see that if they would walk and step out of the boat and step out of their comfort zone and begin to wake up the word in them they would too begin to be seen as someone in a new dimension and some people think it's spirits no it's the word of God it's manifested in front of you it's the word of God it's manifested in front of you it's the word of God it's bringing forth what's its assignment its assignment is your gifting and your calling it is here to make your gifting and your calling come forth and that is the word that is the of the Word. No Word? Then you don't have power. If the enemy comes for your Word, you don't get a hundredfold. You get 30. You get 60. You must study the Word day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day. The Word has to be illuminated. The Word has to bring illumination. The Word has to bring revelation. And then you get your manifestation. You don't get your manifestation until the word is planted and you have a deeper root you got to be grounded you can't be uprooted you can't say i know the word and you're uprooted the next day god wants you to know how to do this this is a system that works that god established now jesus wants you to be revealed What's inside of you, he wants it to be revealed in you. He wants to manifest his power in you. He wants you to be Jesus on this planet. It is time for you to start. It is time for you to produce. It is time for you to flourish. I praise God. Glory to God. How are we on time? Is it glory to God? Well, let's go ahead and stand up. We're going to ask God right now. We're going to ask God to continue to bring forth in you as you walk out of this place. I believe the Lord is depositing in you a special grace, a special grace, and it's a keeping of the word that's on the inside of you. And you know I story, because it's a good story. I was not uh, schooled in the Word uh, as a child. My dad was an atheist. Uh, He had no belief in God. And uh, I was not brought up religious. And when I was a child, the doctor said I would not be able to have children. And so that continued, and I felt that that wouldn't be a problem. But the day came that I had been uh, wanting children. i been married 10 years. I could not have children still yet after 10 years. Not only that, I had a disease, and the disease kept me from having uh, a good life. And it was painful, and it was awful, and people thought I was dying at different times because I would pass out at different places, and that disease just kept me bound and it kept me bound everywhere I went yet I was going to Bible school I was studying the word but I didn't know how to use the word I didn't know how to whoosh, hallelujah bring it forth I didn't know how to demonstrate the call or the anointing I didn't know how to absolutely produce for the kingdom of God neither did I know how to produce for myself And so when the word was planted in me, I got an idea one day. I said, Lord, I'm not coming out of my room day or night. I don't care how long it takes. I'm not coming out of my room until I get a, whoa. I feel God until I get a manifestation of the revelation of the illumination of the Holy Ghost in me. So much that I began to produce what you have called me to produce. I knew God was saying, okay, my daughter. So I walked into my bedroom. I said, I'm pacing the floor back and forth. I will not eat, I will not sleep. I knew the word worked. I knew the word worked. And so I began to speak the word and I quoted the word And every time I said the word, I said it like it was the first time I heard it. And I paced my room back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I didn't have a doubt. I knew the word worked. I didn't care how long it took. I was getting my manifestation. And I remember it felt like it was a hundred times that I had spoken. Two scriptures is all I had. And I remember talking about dimensions, a new dimension, walking in a new dimension. I remember as I, glory to God as I stepped up and I put my foot on the next step as I began to walk I felt it it was underneath my feet it was a platform it was a new dimension it was an absolute place in the spirit that the Lord of glory allowed me to feel I could feel a platform I couldn't see it but it was there I stepped into the new dimension I received it instantly, my healing. I received it instantly, my manifestation of my seed that I planted in the ground. I received the promise of the word. It is time. I just thank you right now. Lift your hands to the Lord. I just thank you right now. There is an anointing right now that breaks off every yoke. Oh, the destroyer cannot have you. Oh, the destroyer cannot take from you. Oh, the destroyer cannot defeat you. For there is a manifestation. There is a There is a glorious revelation in your spirit. And God, I thank you that you're birthing it right now. Bring up the seed, God. The assignment. The seed that has the assignment. God, I thank you that you have deposited the word in each person here. And they're going to grow. And they're going to go. And they're going to feel you, God.